welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am so happy to have you here with me today. Thank you for coming along on this journey. It is wonderful knowing that you are there and we are in this together because that is what this podcast is all about. It's about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and truly realize you are not alone. I am right there with you. And there is also a community of people standing beside you, which is why we have the Soul Circle community, a place where you can gather with others, be seen and be heard, and just show up exactly as you are. I have also brought the Love Notes group into Soul Circle. We're merging it away from Facebook so that there is just one dedicated space that we can gather outside of social media and be able to be with one another. I have been having so much fun hanging out over there and I can't wait to hang out with you. So come on by. You can learn more about it in the link below or also on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now, how about it? How about we just jump right in to today's episode? And today I wanted to talk about those stories that are inside of our head. Have you ever gotten into your own head, weaving just a tale that you think other people are telling about you? Oh my goodness, I have definitely been doing this. And it's interesting because when I think I finally have gotten away from it, right? When I've got into this spot where I don't care what other people are thinking, I'm, I'm just going to do me, you know? I've never been one to follow the normal path and I'm not going to allow that to stop me now. I'm just going to keep going. And I think, all right, you know, I got this. I'm, I'm so good. I'm feeling great about this. And then something comes up and it tests me and it pushes me. And this surfaced this week in the most surprising way. We were in the Write Together class, which I host on Wednesday nights. Would love to have you join. I provide prompts and then we just sit around and write together and also have an opportunity to share. It takes place on Zoom so you can join from anywhere, you know, learn about it on my website. But there we were and we were in class. And we were writing. And something sparked in my writing that I didn't even realize was sitting with me so deeply until I wrote it out. And the prompt that sparked it was the work teaches me. So those were the words to begin with. And then my pen went where it went, surprisingly, in a direction I wasn't even expecting. And so I want to share what I wrote in class. I know that when we're writing, we have about seven to eight minutes to write. So it's raw. It's unedited. It's really just how you're feeling in that moment. And this is what came out for me. And so I had written, the work teaches me that there is always work to be done, forever a work in progress. I think I have found my footing on trusting the journey, leaning in with positivity, and then I'm tested time and time again. I think I've made it over the mountain of not worrying what others think, 
And then I show up. Checking the single box, even though that doesn't define our relationship. And I wonder the stories others are making up about me. I think I'm younger than I am. And then another year rolls around and I'm reminded how much time has passed. The work teaches me that, yes, there will always be work to be done. But with what I'm doing, I am creating and carving a solid foundation. In years past, when I would have stayed quiet, blending into the background, I am now standing in my own light, doing it imperfectly, but showing up anyway. I don't wait for someone else to tell me that now is the time, but rather I tune in, listen to what my heart and soul are feeling, and go with that. And so that was my raw and imperfectly perfect piece. And what surprised me in this writing was when I wrote about checking the single box. And just a bit, you know, of a backstory about me and how I've been creating my own journey here in this world. So Dustin and I have been together 11 years. We think we're not 100% positive. We would have to go back and pull up the picture from our first date to see what year that was. Both of us just aren't that big on tracking time. So we're going to say 11. And we met on a blind date of sorts. We were set up by someone that both of us knew, and it was totally random how it all happened. It was from a coworker that I had worked with years earlier when I was working in the restaurant. And one of the other women that I had also worked with had mentioned like, hey, let's get together for drinks. And I thought, you know, me and her were just meeting up. And then she also invited this other woman along. And so there we were, you know, hanging out, talking. And they were asking me about, you know, if I was seeing anyone or dating or how that was all going. And I was telling them how I was single. And then the one woman says, oh, my goodness, I have the perfect guy for you. And immediately in my head, I'm thinking, yeah, right. Heard that one before. Sure you do. (laughs) But here's the thing. It turned out to be true, which is so incredibly crazy. And so Dustin and I had messaged back and forth with each other before we actually met. And I had met him for the first time on one of my shifts in the restaurant. He said that he was going to come in, but I had no idea when. And luckily, that day, it was so incredibly busy, so busy that I didn't even have a chance to like stare down the door wondering when he was going to walk in. But it just also so happened to be that when he did walk in, I was looking. And I had only seen a photo of him, so I thought it was him, but I wasn't 100% sure. It was from a distance. There was other people, you know, walking in front of him. But the very first thing that I thought was, if this is him, this is going to be so good. And it was just like this gut instinct reaction that came over me and Gosh, how true that is today, right? Looking back on it. He um, came into the restaurant. We chatted. We, you know, got to know each other a little bit there. I was still working. 
and we had our first date at a Yankees baseball game. And things progressed pretty quickly after that. We fell into a really nice groove with one another. It was just, I don't know, it was just one of those things. And I definitely want to have him on the podcast so that you can meet him because you will absolutely adore and love him just the way that I do. And right from the very beginning, we were on the same page about two really big things. We knew, first of all, that we didn't want to get married. Both of us were just not into being the center of attention. I was never one to really dream about having that big, fancy wedding and him the same. And so it was nice, you know, knowing that there we were, you know, on the same page, not wanting all of that fanfare, knowing that we wanted to be with someone forever, but it didn't have to go in this traditional route of the engagement and the wedding and all of that. And it's just, oh, so great you know, being on the same page about that. The next thing was that we were on the same page about was not being 100% sure or knowing, you know, if we really wanted to have kids. We were both kind of going back and forth, you know, the the benefits, the the disadvantages, I guess, you know, just there's, there's so much, right? And it's a commitment that once you make it, You can't go back. You can't be like, oh, can I return this? This wasn't at all what I was expecting. And now here we are 11 years later. And we're on the same page still. You know, we both know that we don't want to get married. We don't want to have that big fancy wedding. And we both did shift on the kids thing where we would like to have one. But if it didn't happen. We know that we have this solid foundation that we have created. And there were things that we knew that we would still have this fulfilling and amazing life, even if the kids thing didn't happen. And we also both knew that there were things that we were willing and not willing to do, which is amazing. It's just so good to be able to have those hard, honest, conversations with each other so that you can both see, well, this is where I stand. This is where you stand. Where do we both stand? And having that has been such a blessing for us, for sure. And again, here we are 11 years later and I go to the doctor and I fill out all the forms and staring in front of me are these three options. And the three options they give you are single, married, or divorced. And it's usually something I don't even like blink an eye at or think twice about. I just check single. But recently, as I was checking that single box, it just didn't didn't feel right. It didn't seem to be doing justice, the actual situation and relationship that I'm in. We've been together for so many years. Out of those 11 years, we've probably been living together for 10 of them. We've had two moves together, the death of a parent, 
the death of grandparents. Countless hours spilling our hearts to one another. There's been tears and laughter, traveling and dreams, and so much has happened. So many memories carved into my heart. I have my partner in crime, right? The one that I want to come home to every single day. The one that I love spending time with and look forward to being with. And if you're going to look at it on paper, yeah, we're not married. But also if you look at it on paper, there's like no paper that you sign that says like, oh, but I'm single, (laughs) right? You know, so there's not that either. And, uh, you know, before when I would check that single box and not even give it a second thought, no, no other story ran in my head, right? But now my mind wanders and I think, here I am. I'm in my 40s. I'm expecting. I'm checking that single box. What are the nurses who are looking at this paper thinking? What is the doctor thinking? They don't, they don't know my story, right? They don't know the history that Dustin and I have. The 11 years that we've created together. They don't know my background, my journey. They only see that, that little check mark on that piece of paper. And my mind wanders and it wanders thinking, what are they thinking about me? What story are they telling in their head about who I am and what situation I am in in my life? And I play this story like over and over on repeat, right? And why? Why am I doing this to myself? Why does it even matter? It doesn't. It truly doesn't matter what they're making up about me, what they're thinking about me. And then it's funny because then we'll be in the room together or he won't even be there, but they'll be talking about him and they'll call him my husband. And I don't correct it. I don't. I just go with it. Because it feels too complicated to have to explain it, right? And at my age, saying boyfriend just, I don't know, (laughs) it just feels so strange to me to say as well. So I just roll with it. Yep. husband. Sure, that works. But here's the thing. The truth is, they're probably not even telling or creating any kind of story. They're probably so busy just doing their job that they're going from one patient to the next to the next that they're not even paying too much attention to what is going on in that box, right? The only one who's really caring about it and creating the story is myself. I'm the one doing it to me. And it made me pause and it made me think of all the times that I have done this. The times that I have been the one creating the stories. Just, you know, judging others by what I see. And it happened recently, very recently, when I was at Lucky Star Art Camp entering into this space with a group of women where I knew two of them, but everyone else was brand new to me. 
And I think as human beings, it's kind of instinctual in a way for us to just look and judge, right? You know, so quick. And so there were people that I looked at and I assumed. And what do they say? You should never assume, (laughs) right? I assumed they were older than me. I had assumed certain people had known each other forever. Like they were best friends coming to this camp because they're now here together. I had assumed, you know, certain people were these amazing artists. Assumed all of these things without even having a conversation yet with them. Just by watching them interact and be with other people. And so funny because 99% of those things that I had created in my head was proven wrong once I got to know them. And some of them like took me back and I was so surprised. I was like, wait a minute, you guys didn't know each other? That connection was just made here? And a part of me was almost envious and like, wow, I want that. I want to be able to have those quick connections and not have it take so long, right? And it really is such a reminder that we all have a story. Every single one of us has a story that not everybody knows. And not everybody has to know that story too, right? Like not everyone deserves to hear your story. There are certain things that you have to keep close to the vest. That's, that's your journey. That's your path. That's how you, you got here. But what can we do, right? We can show up without judgment. We can lead with compassion. We can really recognize that what we see on the outside has absolutely nothing, nothing to do with what is on the inside. And I think to the times that I have been in the position where I was being judged for the type of clothes I was wearing or because I was too quiet and how it just felt so awful to be in that position. And it felt like I wasn't really being seen for who I was. And isn't that really what we all just truly want and a need and desire to be seen for exactly who we are, where you don't have to walk into a room and change your personality or change how you would stand or your voice or any of it, because you can just be you exactly, exactly as you are. And we should all be able to feel that way wherever we are. And I think a lot of it takes a lot of courage from ourselves. A lot of mm, just self-care and learning and growing along the way. Because when I was that shy, quiet girl years, years ago, there was no way I would be able to stand in my own light, because I didn't know what that light was. I didn't really truly know, like, who am I? What do I really care about? What is it that lights me up and brings me joy? What is it that I would like 
stand on a mountain for because I so firmly believe in it. And it took a lot of time, a lot of unearthing and exploring to, to get to that point to really find out, oh, th this is me. This is me as I am. And it was beautiful in that writing class because one of the prompts that had come up was I am. And one of the women in the class, she just wrote like a whole list of things of who she is and how powerful it is to get those down on paper, to see them written in ink. This is who I am. I am quiet but fierce. I am an avid writer. I am passionate about being out in nature. I am also deeply passionate about connecting with others. Bringing people in to the group. Having them feel part of that community. And it's so, so important for us to know this. And yet, how little time do we spend, right? Actually really acknowledging this. Who are you? Who are you true in your core? And when you look in the mirror, like, what do you see? Are you showing up with compassion for yourself? Or, or are you there kind of like eh, putting yourself down? And if I were to guess, more often than not, we're the ones putting ourselves down. And then we're the ones creating that narrative and that story in our own head that we think other people are telling about us. And most likely they're just so preoccupied with their own story in their head that they don't even have time to come up with a story about you. They're so focused on themselves. So it really starts with leading with compassion, with you taking grace for yourself and knowing that you deserve to be seen. You deserve to stand in your light. But that can only really truly happen when you know whole in your heart what that is. And when you also recognize that whatever that is, it could be that you love collecting rocks, that you know the name of every single star in the sky, that you are great with geography and know where everything is on a map, what, whatever it is, whatever it is, it is a gift that you are bringing to those around you. And it's really important to remember that and to not worry what someone else is thinking. Because one thing also I think we try to do is we try to be for everyone, right? And I see, I see it happening a lot where we're trying to change things so everyone can fit into it. But that's impossible. The beauty of this world the beauty of every single one of you is that we're all different. We all have different skills, different perspectives, different thoughts, and we bring different things to the table. 
And once we can recognize like, oh, like this is a string that you have that I don't. We can figure out a beautiful way to work together where we really leverage your strength and leverage mine. And together can do more than we ever could if we're alone. And what a gift that is. And it definitely takes patience. It takes the ability to show up with an open mind, to not judge, to not create those stories ahead of time. And to not live in the stories, but live in the truth. The truth of what's in front of you. The truth of who you really, truly are. Oh, it's incredible, right? Absolutely incredible when we think about it. And gosh, this podcast took a total almost turn in a way. And I love it because I love really just exploring who we are. And taking time to, to understand that and know that and recognize it. And it is why I love the community space. Because it's a place where you can be you. You don't need to show up and be exactly like me. Like how boring would that be if it was just a place filled with people like me? Totally boring. Because all we'd be doing is writing by ourselves and sitting outside. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. We need the other energies of everyone else to ignite our own inner fires and passions and make us see things that we might not have seen before. And I think about even some of the relationships I have, even with Dustin, right? Like I have done things with him that I would never have done on my own. One thing for sure is going to car shows. Oh my gosh, never would that have been something that I'd have been like, oh, let me go check this out. But he's passionate about cars. And so we go and I love it. I love it for totally different reasons than he does. He's actually like, you know, checking out the cars and the motors and all these other things that I know zero about. And I'm loving just being outside, walking around, people watching. And we're in the very same spot, both of us, so happy, but for so very different reasons. But it's beautiful because we can do it together. But it's something I never ever in a million years would have done without him. Nope, never. But I had to have that open mind to be like, yeah, I'll go. I'll check it out. I'll see what it's about. And it's really important to keep that open mind, to learn from others, to hear what they have to say, and to really tune in to you, to know what's in your heart. What is true for you? And so today I am going to encourage you to grab your notebook and do just that. To make that list of those I am statements. Who are you? What do you stand for? What do you really believe? What are you willing to fight for? Because you believe it so deeply in your heart. And be raw and honest with yourself and compassionate and get it down. 
put it in ink so that you can absolutely see it. It will be such a gift for yourself, such a gift. It's a truly powerful exercise to do. And if you're feeling extra brave, hit it on the wall so that you can read it day after day after day. And really start to get those I am statements imprinted on your heart so there is no question. That is who you are. And the world needs that person exactly as you are. No fancy makeup or shoes required. Nope, just you, as you. Oh my goodness, I am so, so grateful. So grateful to have this space with you, to be able to show up and share my heart. And even more grateful to be in that community with you where we can gather and learn from one another. Mm. I look forward to being in the Soul Circle community space with you. I look forward to growing alongside you. And I just wish you a wonderful week ahead. I will be back next Sunday with a brand new episode. But until then, stand in your light. Be who you are. Shine brilliantly. And know that you're not alone. You have a team of warriors standing behind you, cheering you on, holding your hand. Feel your encouragement. Mm. Wishing you a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful week ahead. And until then, I will see you next week. 